What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Useless Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Casey, as always, joined by Arthur. And last week when you heard, or not last week, it was two weeks ago, when you last heard us, we were talking about a movie called Valentine, which showed love has no boundaries, even if that means changing your, literally, figure of your face, completely killing all your friends, just to get to the one you truly love. But today, this week, we are going to talk about how Love can truly be blind. Because this week we are going to talk about Tammy and the T-Rex. This was brought to me by, of course, Arthur. Actually, a lot of people did tell me to watch it, but Arthur was the one that finally was like, okay, watch it. And then, turned out, surprise, surprise, it was on Joe Bob the night that we were all watching Joe Bob. So, this is definitely an Arthur movie, Arthur pick, technically. So, Arthur, take it away, sir. Tammy and the T-Rex, it's the classic tale that we all know and love. Uh, Teenage romance uh, with one jealous ex-boyfriend in the mix. Of course, that takes the familiar tale that that always takes, where the uh, ex-boyfriend and his group of punks take Paul Walker, as it's always Paul Walker, to a wildlife park where he gets maimed, injured, put in a hospital, not dead, Evil scientist takes him, takes his brain, puts it in a dinosaur. Dinosaur meets girl. Girl falls in love with dinosaur. It's just, it's a tale as old as time, Casey. It really, I mean, it's been done so much, obviously. But this time. But this is good. It's got Denise Richards. It's which, true. when you're looking for that special sauce, you'll find it with Denise Richards. So, 1990s, one of those movies that's just... Stayed under the radar. I had heard rumors of the title for years, uh, but it took Vinegar Syndrome uncovering, you know, according to the for, to the Joe Bob special on Shutter, the only copy of the uncensored one out of what Italy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they found that they restored that. I have the 4K of this glorious movie, and thankfully we now have the movie as the director intended. If we want to talk about editorial integrity and movie purity look no further than the release from vinegar syndrome of tammy and the t-rex as it was meant to be seen including the title card tammy and the t-rex what of something else wasn't it and the terrible t-rex i think the teenage rex and the teenage rex tammy and the teenage rex because i took a picture of it while i was watching from the title card this movie becomes legendary Mm Because you're looking at your video and you say, okay, I'm watching Tammy and the T-Rex. And the video immediately disagrees with you (laughs) because, you know, the people making the title cards didn't understand Lost in Translation something. I just, from off, right off the bat, this movie's incredible. What did, where do you start? I, like you said, the, the title card, I didn't even, when I watched it on Joe Bob, like I said, I was not in, I had my love potion number nine running through my system. So... I did not catch that. And then when I was watching it again, I was like, wait, is this like a false open that I for some reason didn't remember? And then I'm like, no, this is really it. Okay, so we're we're watching Tanny and the Teenage Rex today. And I was like, this is incredible that, that this is what happened. Also, want to note, because you were part of this conversation, the way Joe Bob explained it, I did not think he was showing the unedited version. 
Like I thought this was like the commercialized whatever. And I was like, this is pretty crazy for a movie that's unedited. And you're like, nope, this is the clearly like director's cut of it. And I was like, okay, thank God. Cause yeah, this is pretty crazy. Let's go through the checklist of things I want in my teenage romantic comedies. Cause this yes. is a teenage romantic comedy. Uh, you have a fight that ends in both dudes grabbing groins. It's the 90s. You, you have cheesiness. You have the overly sassy gay best friend who absolutely steals every scene he's in and becomes like one of the best ride or die characters in a movie, you know, because it's just like, oh, Tammy, you got a T-Rex boyfriend? Okay. You know, like he's incredible. He believed her, he believed her instantly, too. He, yeah, no, well, I was... knew he recognized me, and it's like, dude, how are you talking after a T-Rex just ate some of your friends at a party and cleaned you up? But still, how do you still talk at that point? That's a crazy moment. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it's it got all the tropes you need, including heads getting bit off, uh, delivery boys that will show up in Napoleon Dynamite getting smashed by a Tyrannosaurus Rex foot. Always go uh, for Pedro. That's right. Dinosaurs dialing. A payphone? I, I mean, even nowadays, teenage just, comedies. Yeah. These days, just a payphone in general is already kind of weird enough, but a T-Rex doing it is even better. Which is more surprising in a film to you, seeing a payphone or seeing a Tyrannosaurus Rex in a city? If it's a new movie, I'd say a payphone. Right. My, ki- yeah, my right. kids don't know what a payphone is. They're like, what is that? And I'm like, don't worry. <laughs> my break from reality with this movie was the usage of a payphone. That was it. Everything else... <laughs> is backed up by science, is backed up by fact. It just, you know, the only thing that killed the dinosaur in this case, or at least made it sleep for a while, was bad distribution. Because, I mean, just what a movie. They're they're alive. They're real. Dinosaurs are real, and Tammy and the T-Rex are Tanny proves this. Yes, and it's a teenage Rex, and they feel love. And like I said, love is blind. You love the man that the brain is in, you love his brain, not just the person, not just the figure, not just what you see, what he feels, the emotions, all of that. And it shows when this T-Rex goes absolutely insane and tears up half the town, which he doesn't get arrested for. But how would you arrest a T-Rex anyways? But still love is blind and love is real with Denise Richards and this D- Tanny in this teenage Rex. So <laughs> it's. It can't be understated just how ridiculously wonderful this movie is. It really, yeah. If you haven't seen it and you're listening at this point, yes, we spoiled a couple things and we're going to keep doing that. I think Casey always puts spoilers on the post, yeah. whatever. Uh, this is, this know, is a movie that can be spoiled and you'll still have a great time that's, with it. That's what I was going to say. Nothing we tell you can match what you will see. So if you want to go ahead and start, you know, and continue listening and just like prep yourself for... What a wait, what? Uh, how many movies in this time period before 98 or you know, before uh, I guess before really 2003 feature not one but two performers from Napoleon Dynamite? Who is the other one? Uh, the sexy assistant. Oh, oh my god, I didn't even recognize she was the uh, yeah, she wanted the she was the I want that tup, no, not the I want that Tupperware lady, she was one of the. One of the ladies in Napoleon Dynamite. That the uh, uncle visited? Yeah. yeah. 
but not the I want that. That was a different lady. It was one of the girls' moms or something. Anyway. That makes sense, yes. It That's, just... It's <laughs> not only that. <laughs> Since you're talking about people that are in it, and I, the second it happened, and again, I had love potion number nine inside my system. I'll admit I did not recognize this person. But to have a scientist who has the ability to not only take a brain out of someone's head without damaging it, but to actually have a, t- a robotic T-Rex in their lab that is just a garage, kind of. But his assistant also ran a cult yeah. inside of a cornfield and had kids kill off all the... But yes, it was it was Isaac from Children of the Corn, and you were the one that called it out. You're like, how much Isaac are you loving right now? I was like, oh my God, that is Isaac. <laughs> well, I was like, I so kind of recognize the voice. The first time I saw it, I was like, this dude's face he is distinct mm-hmm. and he's one of those guys who grew into his kid face but didn't grow in his face you know like so it's, it's still like the kid's it's true face. he 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 has a little kid he has the and kid you had face. just watched seven children of the corn movies keep going i know and i watched one where he was an adult and it called uh, children of the corn 666 because mm-hmm. you can't have six once when you're talking about the devil it's the return of Isaac, and it's his whole return, and it's him as like an old dude. And I'm pretty sure this happened. This Tammy and the T Rex happened before this, so clearly I've kept up with this man's career, just not with that. But I, I want to say, and I will say this because I know we might go through some kills or some scenes or something. But I did want to say one line that I still, even though I was under the hypnosis of Love Potion number nine. The best line in the movie is said by Isaac, and that is after they take out the brain and put it in the T-Rex and the body starts going crazy. Like, what's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? He's lost his mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, killed this, me. I love oh. the fact that this movie never zigs when it could zag when it comes to fun dialogue. Like it grabs every every line and of and it, <laughs> And it's got just so many tongue-in-cheek jokes. This is an Arthur movie. This absolutely yeah. is. It's gory as it gets. Uh, like, the, when the dude gets slashed in the stomach, amazing. Just uh, absolutely amazing. He's in, he's in a lot of um, Pauly Shore movies, actually. The yeah. one that got slashed. Yeah, he was... Oh, what the hell was his name? Ca- Carl Wayne Bishop in Jury Duty. Don't ask me why I know that. That's why the title of the show is Useless Knowledge. Because I, pretty impressive. I know I mean, the I name of Jury Duty, but I made sure not to remember anyone else's name. I love that movie. <laughs> I love. I mean, I, movies. I saw it in the '90s, and mm-hmm. it stayed in there for me. I so I'm not going to say. I, it was I saw that. Biodome in theaters instead of seeing Mr. Holland's Opus. I stand by that. Let's derail for a second. Yes, that before is we go good, on. A, that is a good pick at that age. Mm-hmm. I watched Biodome last year again, and it had been a while. I used to enjoy that movie, and I still do, mm-hmm. but they are terrible people. Like, yeah, you know, they are they are unbelievably annoying at this point. And like when you're a teenager, like even like 13 or 12, it was like, this is fun. Wings in the juice. And you're just like, oh, you bitch, what are you doing? You know, like they're both assholes in that movie. Yes. They just don't care about their girlfriends who just care about yes. the environment. 
and they make it free mahi mahi free mahi mahi if you will again useless knowledge i have that movie memorized in my head i watch that movie two three times a year yeah um but yeah they are complete to completely get away from tammy and the t-rex complete assholes and it's funny when you sit in as an adult now watching that the one person that i truly like connect with is Jack Black when he's singing, we just gotta see some trees. Yeah. Just say we didn't say some fucking trees. And then he goes to smash his guitar, but he forgets it's wood, so he stops. <laughs> but yes, back to Tammy and the T-Rex, because again, of I could course. go on and on about Paul Shore. Of course. Uh, yeah, let's get back on track. So uh, first off, let's let's just kind of break it by axe, maybe. That's fine. The, you know, the beginning. So first off, like, I believe Denise is 16 or so or 17 when she made this movie. So for a second, just for, for perspective, she's a few years older than me and Mm -hmm. I grew up loving Denise. So when we say, man, Denise was hot there. Like there was still like an age perspective thing. Like this isn't me trying to perv on some 16 year old anything. And Denise, you know, always is like, oh, she's only that, you know, whatever. So, like, starts out cheerleading, like, right off the top, like, the classic, like, ooh, this is my new love interest, you know, if I was watching at that (laughs) age, which, you know, I first found her in Starship Troopers and stuff. But it just... I'm trying to think of the first... What was the first... I mean, I would have seen her in Saved by the Bell... Yes. In this summer episode, but it didn't, it probably didn't register. And I can't think of something else. So, but, but of course, Paul Walker is going to be smitten with her, but Mm. she has an absolute problem with saying, you know, with dealing with old love. Like she is in a bad place because she has an ex that is very abusive and she is ready to give up on Paul Walker because she doesn't want him to get shivved or thrown into an animal park, which seems unlikely. But it, you know, that it, it happens. Like that's just a it does. situation. Like, you know, where she goes by the end, she she definitely gets freed from a bad relationship and finally finds someone with a brain. She's know. she's a fighter too. If you really want to break down her character, is is that because the parents know that this guy is crazy? Because when remember when he shows up oh. with the gang later, not to get ahead of ourselves, but they know. Because he said, oh, um, he's here. Oh, just call the police. Because they know he's crazy. Yeah. But then they open the door because, of course, it's tongue-in-cheek, and that's just what happens. But this guy is insane. He Remember, he's the one who grabbed the dick first. He was not. <laughs> he did get it grabbed after, but he the grabbed first. The question is, how did the parents ever, like, maybe maybe the breakup happened. How did she ever get involved with this dude? Like, because she is... So, like, not just infinitely above his league. And I know we all saw relationships in high school where it's like, how are they together? Mm-hmm. But my word, like... I think it's the popularity factor. I think you can sort of break in the whole, this is a teenage love movie. And at, if you think of the movie, one of my favorite teenage movies that now is obviously Taming the T-Rex, but my second favorite now uh, is Can't Hardly Wait. Oh, they yeah. have the whole thing where Jennifer Love Hewitt talks about how she really only went after um, Rick Darris because he was a popular guy and it made him popular. This guy, even though he's crazy, literally everyone for some reason loves him. 
which seems hard to think about because he's just a dickhead to everybody. And we all have that dickhead friend, but they've never been a popular dickhead friend. But this guy, he has like cars of people that are his friends. Yeah, but he, I guess, I guess he brings the revolt, but it doesn't seem like she wants to revolt a, a, away from her parents and stuff against her parents. Like he's just, he has a gang, but it's also like the gang you wouldn't sit with. It, I just, it had, I had a hot, such a hard time seeing them together. And maybe after the breakup, then he split and went emo or like 50s greaser villain or something. You know, that might have been his downward, his villain story, mm-hmm. I guess. So, well, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and I think, like I said, because she's distanced herself from these people, even though she went to the party, which is odd, but especially because her boyfriend, whatever, but not to get ahead of ourselves again. But I, I mean, it could have been something because she is in high school. I don't know if he still goes to that high school. They really didn't talk about in school activities. There's a than... lot of gray areas in this. Yeah. Movie. So I <laughs> I don't know if he still goes to that school. By the look of him, he looks like he had graduated a long time ago. By the looks of him, even though he looks like he had graduated a long graduated a long time ago, I know people that I graduated with that should have graduated three years earlier. So you never know. But it could have been like a high school thing, and then he just happens to be like grown-ass adult insane not teenage insane i was crazy in high school i think i'm crazy right now good lord the things that happen in this movie because of this asshole mm-hmm. not to yes. steer away from this this guy is a dick everybody this guy's just an asshole yeah and eventually it escalates to where it gets paul walker almost murdered you know meanwhile that was uh, the biggest surprise is the almost murdered yeah that I mean, one was, I was like, how did he survive this? But yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, Paul, he's a football stud. He survives a lion mauling. It's all good. Uh, meanwhile, we basically got Dr. Weird in this movie. And here's the, here's the thing that speaks to me in this movie. The argument that's playing out among this group that wants to weaponize this T-Rex that they've made. It's essentially... The plot of RoboCop, mm-hmm. where you have the the group that wants to rely on robotics, and then the group that has the better idea. If we have a human brain piloting this, you know, this body, we'll get a lot more performance out of it. <laughs> so we have an amazing Looney Tune scene. Of this doctor and his crew, you know, escorting Paul Walker out of the hospital to take his brain. <laughs> and just an amazing little He didn't even have like a van or anything. It was oh, a regular no. car. Yeah, it's this is the part where like this is what I'm saying. Like, there's nothing we can spoil for you because there's nothing I can say right now. And we'll get too hung up and like never finish if we go into all the little details of this. The surgery scene is incredible. All the henchman stuff is just unbelievably wonderful. This is a movie to read. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, the doctor was a little weird, but he did have a hangover from his weekend at Bernie's. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> no, it again. I th- I do kind of want to go into a little detail about the the wildlife. Because that one, sure. st- I watched it twice. 
in both times I was like, how is this a thing? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's I have a wildlife thing near my house. The wildlife is like gators, birds, bears, bobcats, and stuff like that. There was a lion in this thing just running free. Yeah. Where do they live that this is easily accessible? Because they did not break break into this thing. They did have to open the gate, but there's a lion. There was the panther. I mean, he is running away from a lion, climbs up a tree, and Bagheera is there, like, not here, Mowgli. Like, no. And then he just gets mauled by this lion and then lives yeah. and barely has a scratch on him. Yeah. Good for him. That's strong. That's strong genes. I think that's why he got uh, put in Varsity Blues is because he's just a strong guy. Dude. I love Varsity Blues. We should do I that do too. Thing. I saw the director's cut um, before it opened up in theaters and it was very good. Director's cut? Were it was like, like a test screening? Yeah, like a test screening. What? Yep. I So I quit football going into my senior year because the coach was... what? I didn't trust him anymore. He was playing his son who had like some border... You know, I, I can't say what his exact health issues were but like mm -hmm. his fingers in his hand broke one time catching the football and yet he was putting him in at starting receiver and stuff because it was his son there were better receivers and it, you know it was small town stuff and like i like one of the t one of the weeks like i did all the practice and then they still let this other guy start that showed up from a trip that had been gone all week even though like i had put in the work and it because it was like Maybe he trusted him more, but it was school board kid's son, so it's always hard to tell. Although I like I like the guy. But like he mm. would play him early after concussions and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm right here. He can float a week. So yeah, there was a lot dangerous. of stuff where I was like, you know what? I'm going to rebel. Um, <laughs> so Varsity Blues came out that senior year of mine that I didn't play. And man, did I just watch that all the time. Because I still watch it, it all the time. just spoke to me deeply. I get a tan. Damn. And then he says, you're going to call some dinosaurs. And that dinosaur just so happens to be a T-Rex. Dude, Billy Bob could have been a dinosaur. Billy Bob did call. Give him a holler. Yeah, I memorized that movie. I also yeah. saw a test screening of That Thing You Do. Fun <gasps> wow, I still never yeah. watched it. Bro, what? I know. I used to watch, and when I, when I say I used to watch things, I always think about like high school and stuff. I'm talking about like last year. I watched that movie once a day for two weeks. Yeah, I, it's an easy watch. The director's cut of that one is like two hours long. Very good and confirmed a lot of suspicions I had with some stuff going on. But great film. That's one you should definitely check out. Yeah, I checked out Tammy and the T-Rex. You need to check out that thing you do. I, I will. Yes. I've never <sighs> eh, probably avoided it a couple times. I just wasn't in the mood. But I, Steve I Zahn. Steve Zahn is great. I love Steve Zahn. Yeah, he's good. He's the best character in it, actually. Paul Walker's in a T-Rex. Let's yes, talk. Yes, Paul Walker's in a T-Rex. Before we go on. Let's just talk T-Rex work. Like, how great and how animated and how enjoyable is this T-Rex? I love this T-Rex. Because the story behind it is obviously, this was on its way to a museum, wasn't it? This Not obviously in the movie, but in real life. Wasn't it going to a museum or something? Yeah, so apparently I think they said it's, not in a not in a Ripley's in Texas. It's in one of those kind of things in Texas now. Uh, okay, dig back and find out. 
And so they just had it, and he's like, okay, it's shipping off in two weeks. You have two weeks to do a movie. And they're like, okay, what movie do you want us to do? No, I'm giving you the T-Rex to do a movie. Do a movie with yeah. this T-Rex. Yeah. And so it's technically just a T-Rex on a, like, wheels, on a stand. And they're just sort of wheeling it around, so you just see the but T-Rex in its, its movement. It's expressive. It's it. It's fun. I love this T-Rex. And it, the blood on just... the T-Rex looks really good, too, actually. Yeah, great. If you want T-Rex gore, if you want a T-Rex going around town, if you want a T-Rex getting driven for like a hero scene with its head like sitting out the side of a truck, again, the movie for you. See, some people have their decide they want to watch Jurassic Park. I want to watch Tammy and T-Rex. That's what I want to do because Jurassic Park is like five hours long. It is very good, but this has more T-Rex action than Jurassic Park. You've heard it here first. No question. Uh, and it one is of them, One of them on the... Let's just base it off movie poster or movie cover on the release. Now, I don't know what the original poster looked like. One of them has a singular T-Rex. Mm-hmm. One of them has a T-Rex with beautiful, you know, California colors and Denise Richards. That's Which one are you going to pick? I'm choosing this one. The yeah. one with uh, Isaac's head on the bottom? Yeah. So the one I'm looking at, yeah. One, let me see if you could see it. I don't know. Pull, if you can. pull back. Just, yeah. yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Yes. I love this poster because there's it, it's everything you need to know about the movie in one poster. Yeah. Paul Walker's in it. It, it. Apparently, I mean, Denise Richards is so beautiful. They show her twice in this. There's two pictures of her. Probably you got the enough. doctor doing some brain surgery on a brain inside of a bowl. You got Isaac's lifeless head, but his body is reacting to his head being chopped off. You clearly got the boyfriend being eaten alive in here. And you got the gay best friend. It, it is just in the, the lettering. It, it's the font. Everything is great on this. This is a shirt I would actually totally get. Because hmm. it's very, it, this is a very 90s poster actually it's perfect they're all in the middle there's stuff around them but they're in the middle and they're the center of attention pretty sure this is where marvel came up with their poster ideas so thanks tammy and the (laughs) t-rex clearly a trendsetter yes obviously so um there was another thing because we we skipped over a lot and i did there was one note i had and i actually am curious if you felt the same way when and maybe it was the first time you watched it when they're in the bedroom. Now, this is obviously before the boyfriend freaks out, sends him off to be a sacrifice to a lion. The lion doesn't eat him and whatever. So she calls him and is saying all these things and is telling her, I like, okay, don't park out front, park here, this, this, come up this way, this, 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 all this stuff. Did you feel as if she was setting him up? No. I did. Why? I was like, why? Because it just seemed, to, I mean, think, looking back at the kind of movie that it is, it's the second this movie starts, it goes. There's no stopping. And so it's a fast-paced kind of movie, but the way that it happened, she's just like, too many explanations, too many things of how to get into the house, be careful with this, be careful with that, this, 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 oh, remember this, remember that. It just seemed to me like, I was like, I felt like she was setting him up. And I was like, oh, no. And then, of course, the boyfriend happened, but she had nothing to do with it. But I questioned it. I did question it. I think they needed to fill runtime. It's possible. (laughs) 
<laughs> she was great in it. She she was good, but I I totally like because she she does come off as that like kind of teenage girl that is just kind of talking and seems so innocent in the way she's talking that it seemed like a setup to me. But again, I watch too many Children of the Corn movies, so that's always setups. Sure, setups for corn. Um, you know, like yeah. So I kind of started moving us forward because this is one of those movies that's so great we'll take four hours talking about yep. it. But not you. We can't. I can't overstate enough how great the party scene is <laughs> as far as like massive gore. Like when you talk about a romantic comedy, I thought you were talking about the dancing. That dancing was great. Ah, oh, no, man. I'm just talking about the absolute massacre that happened there. Yes. That just, oh my gosh. Which do you put in the better party massacre, this or Freddy vs. Jason? That's a tough one. Because Freddy vs. Jason has... Freddy vs. Its... Jason, I... Okay, Tammy and the T-Rex, incredible, and this... Screw you for making me choose. <laughs> but... The fire walk through the cornfield, nothing's going to touch for me. I just, it's so over the top incredible. The Mm -hmm. fire walk in the cornfield is a masterpiece. And if you want to talk about the totality of the party massacres, probably Tammy. Heads get ripped off. Dude gets his tummy slashed and he drops his guts and then his shirt is there and it's untouched. Incredible. Uh, you know, amazing. He slashes the keg to put himself out of the fire. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. So, but no, no, I was talking about the the slash. I was talking about Tammy. No, I was going I'm back and not... forth. Yeah. Okay. I just, the fire walk, that, that is to me... To me, okay, so I'll probably get filleted by some purist on this. The two top most iconic Jason things for me are that Firewalk and then Mears' Jason at the beginning of the remake when he comes running up, you know, like over the tree. There's like that scene when he comes like Mm -hmm. running after the dude and the look of that. Because I remember his movement is he puts the... um, Puts it over his head. Yeah. I I don't like Jason running, but Jason did run, obviously, in the beginning of his time before he twisted his ankle and became a zombie. But that's what happens when you twist your ankle in the woods. I do like the fire walk. I also, and not to obviously get away from Tammy and the T-Rex again, but I do like the fire walk for one reason, and that is the symbolism that it also has to do with Freddy because that's what happened with Freddy, and that's how Freddy killed Nancy's mom was walking up on fire going up the stairs and killing the mother but that is just something not a lot of people think about all i do is watch movies and put things together thinking of how it could be related yes so but tammy and the t-rex that party like i have said it once i said it twice if i watch it again i will say it again if your party is not happening like this party where they were all dancing not just a couple of them in a circle Literally everybody on the floor. There was no dance floor. There was just dancing. If your party is not like that, don't invite me. Because if I will, yes, it just, I loved every, they were into it too. And that's the other thing. They were all, you know, damn well, 
there was no music playing during the like filming of that because that's how filming movies work is you got to pretend like you're dancing to something so they can talk to each other and stuff like that. They were totally into it. And I'm like, this is a part besides getting mauled by a T-Rex. That's a party I want to go to. That's a life goal. That's a party goal. And yeah. if it happens, it happens. If a T-Rex shows up, T-Rex shows up. And how about everybody being so nonchalant about a random T-Rex just there? Like, oh, who put this shit here? It's like, that's a T-Rex, dude. How are you not excited to see a friggin' lifelike T-Rex in front of you? No line to stand in front of, like, to touch it. And you're going to make fun of it. That's why that death was deserved. You don't ex- you don't get excited over a T-Rex. You deserve your death, sir. Sure. I I got to so I got to throw something out here. I've got the movie just playing on the side mm-hmm. right now while we're talking. And I just saw the part where as a T-Rex, he's looking at his body on the operating table and he picks up a mirror with his little T-Rex hands and looks at it and goes all <laughs> My God, why was this not nominated for every award? And then he just stepped on the bodybuilder dude and just squashes him flat as blood spurts everywhere. Everywhere. It's It's great. So good. All right. It is a very fun movie. Back third. Um, Love on the run. Denise finds out through the power of charades that Paul Walker is inside this dinosaur that... That his brain is dinosaur, dinosaur, brain, brain, you know, uh, Michael, brain, brain, dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because my first thought was like, everybody talks shit about the T-Rex with their small arms, but they will fuck you up in charades, dude. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) my God. He was a a stud at charades. Yes. So T-Rex is a stud at charades. Yeah. Great. Uh, So, you know, the... Evil scientists, um, you know, the Byron's dad's a cop that's involved. There's all these elements that mix together for a big finale. But it just, in the end, this movie proved one thing is women really love you for your mind, right? Love is blind. Yeah, well, and I didn't know that you could... I mean, I guess I felt my brain go nuts and stuff. Oh, now everybody's dancing. Yeah, this party rules. It's uh, fucking awesome. You know what I love at the uh, just to switch subjects for a second, even though it's coming down to a, my summary for the evening. Uh, I love that the dude, the terrible boyfriend's gang, included a fake Christina Applegate. Like she was Respect definitely Kelly Bundy. Christi- yes. Yeah. And she did a great job at teasing the fat biker guy that is randomly there. And it's clearly like 45 years old. Yeah, hanging out with these teenage again. That is a thing that I have seen in a teenage. As a I think that's a school. Kelly outfit, like that she's wearing. It is the red, the, the red and the black. Yeah, probably. So, I uh, it just. What else can we say? Thank you to Vinegar Syndrome for finding and restoring the full version of this movie. Uh, if you get the Vinegar Syndrome release, you can watch both versions and compare and just see. What happens when you try to take a movie with dinosaurs biting heads off and smashing bodybuilders and make it a PG-13 movie? I, I do have to watch it without the, the teeth. Yeah, I've never seen the PG-13, so I've yeah. only seen the unrated, which is great. Before, because I think we need to give kudos to the performances. Is there anything else you want to call out? Because I know we're running into our normal runtime here because it's just too good. But About performances? No, well, I mean, anything else on the plot? Oh, on the plot? Um, 
I will say this is this is for people that don't take life too seriously. That's the best way to say it. And I do really like it. I did love the um, where they're going through the dead bodies so he could choose a new body. And he's like, it's, it's a T-Rex in the back of the truck and they're just pulling up all these dead stiffs like, oh, I'm not strong enough to lift them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, I don't want that. I don't want a girl. I want a guy. Let him pick. And he says the girl was the one that he had trouble. He's like, eh, eh. No, <laughs> it's like that was the one he did think about. Hey, man, <laughs> he didn't choose the black guy. I yeah, hope this he, isn't a I, mean, I didn't want to call that up too much. Like, you know, like that's yeah. I I didn't want to question Paul Walker's integrity in this movie too much, but it was to very fair, quick. That was a very older black man. Oh, okay, if you look yeah. at it, it's it's like a middle aged like black man. And there's he's a, a very <laughs> yeah. There's an always, there's a very always sunny conversation around that. You know. <laughs> They were cannibals at one point. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to eat him. Is it because he's black? I don't think so. I don't want to be a cannibal and racist. You know, and uh, that could have, you know, Paul Walker could have been going through the same thing. But just, yeah, there's every one of these scenes could legit be broken down 30 minutes at a time. I feel 100 like major scenes. Uh, Denise Richards, we talked about this with Valentine, and I'll just say it again and not go into as much detail, but cult queen yes 90s icon long live denise richards forever my crush you know just right when i was a teenager she was there and my word she is she's still gorgeous yeah still i mean she was in money plane last year if you want to catch up with her i have no Uh, idea what that is it's got edge and kelsey Grammer. I'll watch uh, it leading up to WrestleMania. What's our thing on cursing on here? Good. Yeah. I already I said fucking shit already. Okay. I'm going to tell you there's a movie with Edge, a movie with Kelsey Grammer, and there's a movie with Edge and Kelsey Grammer where Kelsey Grammer goes, it's called The Money Plane. Some of the baddest motherfuckers on this planet are on the, this plane, all hungry for action. You want to see a guy fucking alligator? Money Plane. That's money plane. Do they actually it's, show it's, that though? No, but it's directed. I would have watched it right of... now. If you said there was alligator sex going on, I would watch it now. No, it's such a weird, like my theory is that the original line was like, you want to see a guy fuck up an alligator? Cause it's all about betting on the plane. It's like a, like there's action on anything. Mm-hmm. And I think he like said the line and they're like, Oh yeah, Mr. Grammar, it's actually fuck up an alligator. And he's like, nah, this works with me. This takes good. You know, like, like I do one take, sir. Thank no, you. yeah, like the dude's fucking. It. Here's the other great sales point about this movie. It's directed by uh, where did the where did the stats go? Because I don't want to mess up the names on this. It, it's directed by Andrew Lawrence. It features Joey Lawrence and also Matthew Lawrence. So it's three the Lawrence. of the Lawrences. The three Lawrences combined yeah. brought Kelsey Grammer to say, you want to see a guy fucking alligator? Yeah. <laughs> it's got Edge, Kelsey Grammer, Thomas Jane, Denise Richards, several How Lawrence brothers. Heard of this movie? Because you didn't read my Twitter last summer. Clearly uh, not. I knew or last last though. April. Last April. That is, I mean, I'm a. T- <laughs> I've never told you I met Thomas Jane before. 
Did you? I met Thomas Jane at Fangoria Weekend in 2001. And he was advertising for Dreamcatcher at that time. So he was not very known. Hilarious guy. Very, very funny guy. He wore like a nice suit and instead of doing a Q&A just sort of did stand-up comedy where he said Gene Hackman once pushed him out of the seat for getting his line wrong and said, get it right, fucker. <laughs> and so like that has always stuck in my brain. Not like middle school science, anything Spanish-wise because I failed Spanish in college. Right. But Thomas Jane getting called a fucker by Gene Hackman, that's in my brain forever. <laughs> so, but I, I do, I do want to say this performance wise because you you already talked about cult queen denise richards this is easily her best performance i truly believe that i mean maybe i need to watch more denise richards movies again but her performance truly showing that she's a teenager in love with this tyrannosaurus rex that has killed the town that she lives in and Nobody seems affected by the fact that there's a lot of people being buried in the same day, probably. But that's just reality. She did an incredible job in this film with everything, even the little dance at the end. And she just totally I mean, I can dance sexy every once in a while, too. But if you have a brain bubbling in a friggin like bowl, like a, a punch bowl with like sticks hanging out of it and everything. And, and you just got Paul Walker's voice going through the 1990s computer that they had. That's, that's, that's every kind of award you can win. I, I think this is cool. easily harder than acting in front of any green screen. Mm-hmm. She puts 140% into it. And yeah, it's incredible on a personal note. I will always, want to see her as Carmen Abana's, you know, going from high school in Buenos Aires to piloting her own ship, standing up to a brain bug, you know, all that stuff. Like she's always going to be my girl there, but yeah, this is, this she was is my favorite. This is a tour de force. She was my favorite character in Valentine. I think easily. I, yeah, easily. She was the only real one. Everybody else was a fake bitch. Yeah. She was real. She did not want the guy. She didn't go after him. But and she was she was not a slut. She was just a independent woman. And if you tried to take advantage of her, fuck off. You brought me up here to show me your penis. <laughs> but that's Valentine. But yes, Tammy and the T Rex, everybody. That is for sure one hundred percent. You got nothing going on. You got something going on. You don't care for T-Rexes. You love T-Rexes. You're looking for love in all the wrong places. Tammy and the T-Rex is the place for you. No matter what kind of mood you're in, if you're in a bad mood, if you're in a good mood, it will always make you giggle, laugh, or say, what the hell am I watching and why can I not stop? Why am I watching it again? It is absolutely incredible because that is what happened with me. Obviously, I had to I had to rewatch it for to to get myself ready for this. And and Steph was like, why are you watching this again? And I was like, I don't know why I haven't watched a third time at this point. This movie is incredible. (laughs) Like, I I really I do did truly enjoy it. And I think my only regret is the amount of years I spent away from it because (laughs) clearly I, I just finally watched it. I first saw it last spring, summer. 
and I've watched it four times since. I only have like one buddy in my bubble, and I brought it over to his house for some of our Halloween stuff. Um, you know, it's just it's amazing. There's there's only two ways you should ever you know try to watch it. One, just buy the Vinegar Syndrome release. It just get it. Um, also, maybe at some point it'd be nice if like the Joe Bob episode gets added to another physical release. I don't know if Vinegar ever does real releases. I hope that you know they do stuff too nice. It it would suck to start have to double buy them. But watch Shutter. You know, if you've gotten this far in this episode, you probably have it. Make sure to watch the Joe Bob parts. It's great. Uh, the the Valentine special in general was special. Mm-hmm. But Very not to be redundant, but it's it's so worth your time and the insights on it are great. The stories like, you know, do you think there's a fucking script for this and stuff like that? I just man, the amount of time they were. I'm glad they used this episode. Makes sense. Yes, I'm glad they used this episode so quickly after I was chastising you for not having seen it. <laughs> And I was in the mood for something I like to start out with. Sometimes it's like both are something new and one kind of hits and one's like, all right, I'm, I'm here. The Joe Bob stuff's great and whatever. But I needed a familiar movie that evening. And I was just kind of not having the best day after work. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that pop up, like. And, I remember you, know, you were so, very excited. Yeah. Because I was like, because again. The, my first reaction was, holy shit, we just talked about that. We yeah. literally just had released that day the Valentine episode. And on that episode, you told me, Casey, watch Tammy and T-Rex. Yeah. And so just so happened that that night we're sitting there, you're eating soup or something. And then they, oh, my God, they're showing Tammy and the T-Rex. Oh, my God, I missed it. They're showing Tammy. We're getting Tammy. <laughs> it was a very fun little pop. I think the only other time we popped like that was when they showed Heather's actually. Yeah, and Joe Bob showed Heather. That was that, very that surprising. Was very, yes, I was very I, surprised with that one. I like getting because Joe Bob Briggs was never just horror. Uh, He's seen as just horror, but there's no reason for that. He has a knowledge of everything. My original exposure to him was weird little, you know, like half of them were like the Sedaris films and stuff like that on the TMC, you know, things. It was just exploitation, you know, not not just horror. Monster Vision, you know. Sure, it's got monster in the title, but even they strayed from that in the summer school stuff. They did different types of movies. So he is just a historian of not to get off the beaten path of Joe Bob again, but he's just I could do a full episode talking about how much I love Joe Bob. It's just Fine. so incredible. Um, the, the director that reached out to him, Darcy, the people that made this come together and convinced him to come back and. We've gotten more than I could have ever bargained for with it. Mm-hmm. And I never want it to go away, basically. So Season yeah. three, April 16th on there Shudder. I'm wearing the shirt of Shudder, actually. Mm. It's a very cool shirt. Nice. So are we done with the Tammy the T-Rex? Because I do have a couple things. Sure. That I wanted to. Okay. So March 2nd is coming up. It is a Tuesday, I believe. Let me check. I have been watching a new movie every week i think i've told you i've watched uh come play which was actually not that bad it was actually pretty fun uh freaky i told you very good very very surprisingly good and the wrong turn they called it a reboot but it's clearly a remake give it a different title and it's actually very good very good 
different title. With that title, not the greatest. But, yes, March 2nd is this coming Tuesday is the 21-year anniversary of Basket Case 2. Now, I know you guys have talked about Basket Case over on Lost Remote Pod, and I I talked to you about this like a month ago because I was like, because I was looking up Basket Case stuff, and I was like, I haven't seen Basket Case 2 since I was probably in elementary school, honestly. And so I'll technically call this a first-time rewatch, though I, I have seen it, but I do not remember anything. I know I'll see some of the characters and be like, okay, this is crazy. Are you down to watch it, sir? No, I'm going to hold off because we're going to do it and I want to watch it fresh because okay. I'm I'm the one who hadn't seen them. Okay. Uh, I Now, Brian may pick it because he's got... No, he just had pick. Zach, Zach won't pick it. I'm going to have to hold it in my pocket at this point um, just because... Yeah, we'll do it soon. We'll do it in the year of its 21st anniversary, but it's uh, it's going to be a hold on for me, dog. That's fine. I, I mean, I've been meaning to watch it anyways, because I remember I brought it up to I was like, I have it if you need it. But if anybody out there is listening and wants to celebrate the 21 year anniversary of the release of Basket Case 2, I will be watching. I will obviously, I always live tweet most of the movies I watch, except for if it's like a first time watch and I really want to get into it. Like, um, <clears throat> what was that? Underwater was the one you made. It, you got me to watch, right? Yeah. I love underwater. You told me to, you were like, Casey, get off your phone. I was like, okay, I'll get off my phone. Not only did I get off my phone, I was outside. I turned off all of the lights. It was pitch black. I live in the wilderness. It was, I, I liked that movie. It was great. And I think going completely dark was the way to do it because yeah. that movie was crazy. But Basket Case 2, following me on Twitter, follow us all on Twitter. I have all the Twitters that I'll, you know, place under in the description. I've gotten used to not saying the comments below. The description below, I have all of our stuff. Always on Instagram, always on TikTok. And I know that makes uh, Sir Arthur over there giggle, but I have some funny stuff going on there. So I'm it's too fine. old for TikTok. It's fun. It's all I do is make stupid jokes and people think it's hilarious. Fine with it. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, I don't know if I showed you. I did a description of Tammy and the T-Rex, actually, which is funny, where I was like, a guy gets killed. I think I've seen with the person yes. reacting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. My friend Alyssa was reacting. Yeah. So she she was like, she totally believed the fact that this movie existed and then like was surprised that. It, but it's Paul Walker. Which is really sums up everything about Tammy and the T-Rex Everything we described Think about how crazy But it is Paul Walker I loved all the people throwing out That they need to get the T-Rex involved In the Fast and Furious franchise I mean that's how you bring Paul Walker's character back (laughs) I'm fine with putting a T-Rex on a Fast and Furious shirt I don't know how much they would be fine with putting a T-Rex in the movie Mm -hmm. But I'd be completely Or having it in the background and sort of like little a fast, a family shirt, but Paul Walker's replaced by the dinosaur is just brilliant. <laughs> if I were an I, artist, I'd make it already. I've never seen a single Fast and the Furious movie. That's a character flaw. It's fine. <laughs> it's just not my thing. It's, That's fine. I, I've never. There's when, there's very few action movies I'm into, but the, the ones that I do is Jean Claude Van Damme. But that's going to wrap up our talk on Tammy and the T-Rex. As I said, March 2nd coming up next, this coming Tuesday, I will be watching Basket Case 2. And then within that time, we will be talking about what we will talk about in the next two weeks. And then 
We did talk about it already. We will be doing a St. Patrick's Day special where we will talk about some of the fun kills from the Leprechaun movies, the first couple. You got to uh, tell me which you give it. Got to give me oh, two. I, know. I will watch two. <laughs> two movies or two kills. I will watch two movies. Okay, two movies. That's fine. And I'm I, telling you, I'm kind of hoping you say Hood in Space. I've never seen either of those. I'm just saying, like, you get to think about it. I've okay. only seen the first one. That's fine. And so I, I do not have the bandwidth to watch all of them anytime soon. I just rewatched every single one of them over the summer too. I yeah. I just like we've talked about the the ability to focus on movies these days. It's tougher for me. Yeah, I know. But. I will say part one is a great movie. Very good. Part two is very fun. Leprechaun in space is part four. The movie sucks. It is absolutely terrible. But I do believe that is one you need to see because you are the in space guy. Yeah. I mean, there's Vegas. I I don't know. Just just figure it out. Uh, Lost Remote this week. We're doing Demonic Toys. Awesome. Yeah. So. Demonic toys. That's I haven't seen that one in a while. That's a good Tubi. one. Yeah, no, I know. I saw it on there, and I'm gonna do that at some point. But I am doing that. I uh, I did. I got the creature from the Black Lagoon recently. I'll probably do a rewatch of that. Oh, but yes. add that to your checklist real quick. You know, when you get access to a 3D viewing experience, mm-hmm. not only is Creature terrific 3D on that set, but I didn't realize the second movie is 3D as well. The, but the um, yeah. Return to Black Lagoon Return or whatever. Lagoon, yeah. So, but the first one, the 3D on it, the, the scenes that they're, are, that are really intended for it, gorgeous. That's so, cool. I'm still looking to get into the 3D. Set. We are going a long, lot longer yep. than I expected. So, yep. we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you, everybody. Be good to each other, as always. Keep the love. And if your love can be as blind as Tammy then I think you'll do good. And in a world where a person can be truly in love with someone, no matter what skin they are wearing, whether it be the skin of a 16-year-old football player or the skin of a dinosaur, that love is true, and that's the true love we all feel for each other and should feel for each other. Thank you, everybody. See you guys next time.